0: (laughs) Thank you. Episode of Cleaning Life with Kia. My name is Kia Smith, and I am the owner of Help Now. It is a small business in the Tulsa, Oklahoma area. You know, surrounding areas. um, Well, I specialize in home management. We do cleaning, general cleanings, deep cleanings, maid services, declutter, organizations. Um, We do all that good stuff. Um, And we're just here to help. So I'm just using my business as a platform to just spread awareness, to give tips, and just help uh, in places that may be needed. Like I said, um, it's a a cleaning company. So of course, uh, we have to go into homes, but everybody may not be um, open to someone coming into their home. They may not be able to afford it, uh, but they are um, still worthy of like tips and help. So. that's why I'm here. And I hope you all are doing great today. Thank you all for being here. And I hope you're off to a wonderful week. Uh, so again, you know, welcome and thank you so very much for being with me and joining me this evening. Um, first, what I wanna do um, is just let me share with you the Help Now mission uh, so that you can truly understand why I'm here, my purpose and what we do at Help Now. So our mission is to help our clients manage their home and organize parts of their lives that matter the most by bringing families and communities together through complete household management. We have a passion to help heal and nourish our clients through life when they need help now or later. So uh, not only will I be talking about uh, cleaning and home management on this platform, I will all Also, use this platform uh, for support, you know, as well. Um, It is a part of my purpose to help counsel, advise, help problem solve, and share my knowledge. And with that being said, um, let's get into tonight's podcast topic, which is how to help those that can't help themselves. So, before I get to using examples um, for helping uh, other people, I'll just use myself as an example. Uh, I hate to try to project, you know, when you talk about other people, uh, not talking about other people, but, you know, use people for examples or situations and circumstances, for example. um, You know, it's not to put the focus on them like we first have to kind of look at ourselves. So I'll always um use myself as an example. And I'm okay with um, you know, just being transparent. Um, you know, so so far as like help is concerned and helping those that can't help themselves, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I can actually like help myself. Um and I still be needing help. And I think that's like the majority for most people, I think we all can use some help from time to time, I'm almost positive of that, Um, you know, I have a willing and able body, you know, my mind is strong and intact. Um, But mentally, it's a struggle sometimes, you know, having to think about everything, having everything to think about and having everything to figure out, you know, and physically, sometimes it's a struggle. you know trying to be everywhere and doing everything, you know, for everybody, you know, and most importantly, you know, for yourself. Uh and you know, sometimes it would just be nice to have a person or better yet, like just a small tribe of people um who are supportive and who can just come in and help, you know, with anything sometimes You know, sometimes you just you just need some help. You know, luckily for me, you know, I am I'm very intentional and in how I move, you know, mentally and physically, you know, therefore I'm able to accomplish the, the tasks that are set before me, you know, I'm still young. And for the most part, my mind is good, you know, and so is my body. Um, I am a able being, you know, and I am grateful for that. So like, if you are an able being, you're able, you know, to do those things mentally and physically for yourself, you know, that is a true blessing. It's an underrated blessing that, you know, people take for granted all the time because there are a lot of people. And I'm telling you, there are a lot of people, uh, but that's not the case. Um, So today what I want to discuss is like the change in trajectory, you know, for people who can't help themselves and how to help, you know, the said people, you know, for example, uh, but they aren't limited to you know, you have people who battle with you know, depression, they have uh, dementia, people who are disabled, and of course, our beloved elders. Um, so um, the word help um, is to make it easier for someone to do something by offering one services or resources to give assistance or support to someone to provide someone with something that is useful or necessary in achieving an end and those words assistance and support are so vital so vital and so important in the world that we live in today um assistance and support like it's hard to pay for adequate and reliable assistance or support. And I mean, there are people that that truly need it. And we just live in a world where people are just so self-serving that they don't look outside of themselves. And I understand that everybody's heart is different. Again, I'll say all the time and I've said it plenty of times here on the podcast, like I am a severe empath, like I can I can feel people, I can walk past them, I can even through a text, a phone call, just, just passing by them briefly, like you can just, you feel and then not only that, I'm just really observant. Uh, and a lot of people today, they aren't observant because they're so overly stimulated and they're so overly distracted and then, you know, also a lot of people just don't give a shit. You know, you know, let's just call it what it is. You have other factors, but um you know, it is truly a blessing when you can run, ap- run across people who truly genuinely and like for real care. It is very very rare. Um and the crazy and most, most hurtful part of it all is that most of the time it doesn't even really take much to help someone. Most people, they just want to be seen, heard, and know. You know, they just want to know that they are loved and supported. Yes, you will have to give up your time. Yes, you will have to physically help. Uh, yes, you will have to be intentional about what you're doing. Um when you're, when you're helping someone. But when I tell you it is worth it, it is indescribably worth it. A lot of people, um, they think that it feels good to be selfish. I ain't helping nobody, ain't nobody helping me, and yada, 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 all that mess. But I, in my personal life, I help my friends, I help my family. And, in my business life, that's what I do for a living. like I help people that is what's in my heart um and there are no words to describe the joy Now, I have to manage my time. I have to make sure I stay in a certain headspace because you can't give all of yourself to people, and even when helping you know be mindful of your situation. You don't want to just be out here giving random help, knowing that. You know, all willy-nilly knowing that you're not even in a space, um, you know, to even help, you know, someone. Sometimes you may not be in a space. And if you're not, like, you're just not. Like, I'll take myself, for example, like right now. I got all on my plate I can take. And I'm good with it. You know, I'm honest. You know, I'm honest with that. And I mean, and when I say I got all I can take, that's just all I have, you know, that that all the energy that I have right now, that's, that's all I got. Like the people that I'm helping, the things that I'm doing, that's all I got. I know that I really can't take on too much. So if somebody was needing some extra, extra help from me right now, I would have to rearrange some energy and some other things in order to get that done. Or I would just have to simply say, you know, I can't help you at this time. And sometimes you may just have to send people good energy and pray for them. Um, you know, knowing that things will get better, things will get better and things do pan out. But, you know, in the, a lot of times when you need the help that you need, you just, you just need it, but you can't give, you can't pour out of an empty cup. If you don't have to give, you just don't have to give and that's okay. You know, so I don't want anybody to feel like you have to overexert yourself and and you jump down a rabbit hole trying to help somebody else when you know you just two shakes away from needing help yourself but there are you know just a few random ways to help people who truly um need us to support them you know with the things that they battle with that are far beyond their reach and their control um you know for me a lot of things. it's not beyond my reach or control and i'll say that too because it's just in this that constant state of mind of being grateful i have a willing and able body my mind is intact a certain way so you know i can kind of keep it together and if you're in that same space where your body is good and your mind is good then you're in a you know you're in a good space but um There are some things that some people deal with that is literally far beyond their reach and their control and they really need help. They don't have anybody. Um, So, you know, one of the strongest ways to support um, people um, is, first of all, just being present. Um, And like, again, like I said, being present in a healthy way. If you're battling some things and you got some stuff going on, and it's not healthy for you to help somebody then don't help so you know if you're in a good space just being present in a healthy way is a start you know a lot of people be thinking that you have to just bend over backwards a lot of people just don't want to do anything at all and then they overthink the situation like you got to work like a dog you know to help somebody and people don't want to give up their time and a lot of times it don't even take all of what you think is going to take and you can make such a Big impact in their lives. Um, So you have to be present, you know, in a healthy way. And you have to uh, just be open to helping. Um, Also, being mentally available um, and just opening up your mind to the fact that your help is indeed needed, you know, opening up your mind to that space to to know that um, you can add value to someone else's life and probably even more important than all of that, you know, it's just really embodying a good, a good, a good heart and spirit that is willing to help. Um, So just like I said, a good heart, I, even with my clients, it's not just a job and my any, all of my clients will tell you. um, I We never go in, me and, and the people that work alongside me, we never um, go in without that embodying that good spirit to help because even though, I, I mean, of course, if I'm there, I'm gonna get paid, but the good in me and my heart is truly there to help because even outside of the compensation, you know, the pay, you know, I'm gonna get blessed anyway, and I'm not—I don't go into it like, well, yeah, I'm gonna go in and do that because I'm gonna get my blessing. I already know that that's gonna come, anyway, you know, and I feel good about doing that. We feel good, everybody that work alongside me. We feel good about what we do, um, you know. Other ways, it's just being decent, you know, just being a decent person. Like decency is out the window these days, like. People don't even know how to be decent. You know, like, I feel like when you say decent, it's almost kind of, to me, it's almost like the bare minimum, almost. You know, being decent, like, he decent, you know, she decent, you know, but be be decent. Um, and you have to be, you have to be patient. People do not like being patient. This is such a quick, fast world on everything, like emotionally, physically, Financially, everything has to be so people don't have patience. They don't know how to chill. They don't know how to just, you know, kind of go with the flow and let people just be, you know, who they are in those spaces, you know, when they need help. And you have to be patient with people. You you can't rush through helping. You know, you can't, you can't not trust the process. Like you have to have patience. You have to ask. What you can do to help. Like people excuse with well, I don't know. I don't know what they need to be done. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because you don't ask, because you don't care. You know, something that I tell my kids, I tell my kids all the time, ask. If you don't know something, ask. I'm the most asking this person on the planet. If I don't understand something, if I don't know and I need to know and I want to know, the quickest way um to get between two points is a straight line. Let's just get to it. You know, ask what you need to ask. If you truly want to help and be of support and assistance and you don't know how to do that, ask the person. It's just that simple. But a lot of people, they don't want to ask because ultimately um, they don't want to help. And that's just the bottom line, you know. And I mean, and be honest with yourself. If you're just not that type of person, you're just not that type of person. And this podcast episode is not for you. You know, so I'm just talking about, you know, and talking to the people that, you know, have a heart uh, for this. Um, So again, like I said, depression, dementia, disabled people and the elderly, you know, I have worked with them all. I have seen and experienced them all with my years of owning and working help now. And I mean, that's about six on seven years. And it just weighs my heart down to the ground to see so many people with such little to no help. Like there are so many people out here with very little. And most of the time, like no help at all, like to the point, literally, they have to hire people, you know, have to hire um, someone to come in, like I said, you can't even hire nobody to care, you know, Luckily, like my clients, they just, that's just a bonus because they know I care. I had a client um over the weekend and she was just like, you just know all your clients. She said, you just, you just open with everybody. You honest, you have your own relationship. You don't judge nobody. You just come in here. It's like a family deal because honestly, we're all family here. If we were meant to be alone god would have just put us all on separate planets and just be alone we would just be somewhere alone all the time but that's not the way that this thing go you know we're all here for a reason and people just lose and have lost sight of humanity and it's just so sad so i mean on a regular just even like for me even being a willing, able body and moving around, like I still be needing help. But you know, you reaching too far. Like if you people see you, they feel like you good and you like most people, are like, girl, you just have it all together. No, I don't. Like sometimes I do need help, you know, but I can I can manage and maintain. But there are just some people who they can't help themselves. Like mentally and physically, it is just almost impossible for them to function daily without the assistance and support of others. And a lot of times they don't have that. And so they suffer and it's very hard to watch. And, you know, like I said, even with this podcast, it's just an awareness, you know, whether you go help somebody or, you know, take some time, you know, to to look into your heart, to see like, hmm, could I be of more service, you know, to someone? Um, know, I just want to make you aware that, you know, there are people out here that they actually, they need that help and they need that love and they need that support. So um, I have dealt with clients who have dealt with depression. And like I said, I'm just, I guess my spirit is just a certain way. Like I'll go, I'll do my assessments. We'll have a talk and these people, they just want to be heard. I I've dealt with a few clients and they have dealt with so much loss and so much trauma it'd it be so much that be going on and they just want to be heard like and they'll tell me I'll be coming in and do the assessment or complaining and I don't know why I'm just talking to you about everything it, it just feels safe to talk to you so just even having a spirit where people feel safe enough you know to talk to you about those things because a lot of people even with depression they try to they try to hide it because a lot of people they view it as weak um or sometimes you know people may look at them like they're crazy or something like that and that is just so you know you have to help take people out of that headspace. so even when you're dealing with somebody that's d- with depression like i've dealt with people like just in like in my life i've dealt with people hell i've been there before i just I try to control it to a certain extent, like I try not to get too far down a rabbit hole because like sometimes like you get like down, down and it take you a long, long time to come back up and like for me, you know, it's just really not an option because I have so much. On, I have so much on my plate, It's like okay, okay girl, you're gonna feel, you're gonna feel what you feel for a little while, but we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to make some changes, but everybody don't deal with that. And then like a lot of times that people who are depressed, they've dealt with things that I haven't dealt with before. I've had clients who have lost loved ones, close loved ones, and dealt with certain types of trauma. So, you know, I can't identify, I can only say, you know, the things that I've been through. But even in those moments dealing with those clients, I'm telling you, all they really want is patience. Can you give somebody your patience? You know, they want a listening ear. Can you sit down and just shut the fuck up? and open your ears and close your mouth and let people talk. You know, sometimes it's getting things out will make you feel so much better. You know, help create a peaceful mind. <laughs> you know, for those people also, you know, going in not only, you know, with my clients who would be dealing with depression like they they want a listening ear. Um, oh, they hire me to create a peaceful environment um reduce clutter and chaos uh around their home and i mean you if you know people in your life, friends, you have friends, family members, it's like they shouldn't have to hire you to come in and do that. You know people who deal with depression, they struggle like it's mental, but it turns into physical ailments like you feel bad all the time you don't want to get out of bed like life is just kind of piling up around them and even if you can just come in and clean the clutter around their bed you know go put the dishes in the sink go wash the dishes A sweep a floor light an incense or a candle you know like again you don't have to jump through hoops with people It's it's simple it's simple things like you can't jump into their body and heal them. Um, you can only, you know, show your kindness and love and grace through example. Um, and that's just helping. Just take a few minutes of your time. And like, for me, it'd be bewildering. Like, I'm like, I know you can do it. I get so irritated because I look around like I'm very observant. I look around. And all people do is they be on the phone all the time. I, I don't know. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves. Like I have to be on mine, but I'm conducting business. I have four kids. To be a lot of stuff going on. And sometimes air blue moon, you might get on there and just BS just because, you know, you just need your mind to go to a different place. But I'm telling you, being hooked on there, it is bewildering because it's like your screen time is 20 million hours and then you won't even use discernment to get up and Go hand somebody a cup of water, a bottle of water. It is wild to me that people behave in that manner. But even like I said, with depression, just be patient. Give a listening ear. Go clean up. Like they feel better. I've had clients I go clean and I'm telling you, I've cleaned and that helped put them a step in the right direction. I mean, I'm saying it because that's what they told me. Um, Just having somebody to kind of just get the energy, that good energy started for, you know, form. them. Um, you have people who deal with uh, dementia. So my very, very, very first client ever, like when I started this business was a, uh, a older gentleman, Mr. Tate, who he had dementia, he's transitioned now, uh, but his daughter hired me. And, you know, I'm just thinking like, she was like, well, my dad, he stay by himself and he just needs somebody to come in and, you know, kind of clean and do this. So she just hired me to kind of do some work. But once I kind of got in and I met him and I, I can't remember if she told me initially that he had dementia or, or what the case was. But anyway, he was at a house and he was staying by himself and his daughter stayed in her house with her husband. And so what I didn't know is that when I took him on as a client, well, she hired me, but basically I'm helping her and I'm helping him because I didn't know that I was going to be coming in there, providing so much of a peace of mind for her, you know, and then even for him, outside of just the physical stuff that I did in the house, that man had full-blown dementia. And I don't know if you've ever um been in a space with anyone who has had dementia, but that's that scares the shit out of me because you can't like it's like you can't remember I mean it scared the shit out of me because sometimes I be forgetting stuff and then I guess I go into hypochondriac mode like oh god am I gonna have to I can't remember shit like sometimes I can't remember nothing Them kids like mom you can't and I'm like if my mind is doing this at 43 what is gonna happen when I'm 63 and 73 like you know you know, hopefully I won't even care about remembering nothing if, if that happened. Like, I don't know, but for the for the person that's going through it, it is when I tell you that it's so frustrating for them. Those 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 uh dementia um clients and people who suffer with dementia or who have dementia. I won't say suffer, but you know, who are having to live with dementia. Like it's it's a lot. And little did I know. You know, and that was when I first started. So that's like six years ago, something like that. Little did I know, fast forward all these years now, my stepfather has dementia. It's a lot. It's a lot on my mom. It's a lot on him. You know, so you just have to be in those spaces. So even like, I I didn't even know that I was kind of even being prepared for something that was six or seven years down the line. Oh, even dealing with my first client who had dementia. And now all these years later, you know, being in that space and being open and being patient and being willing and having a certain type of heart, it allows me to be of help and service to my mom. Uh, Whether it's just listening to her, um, just being there for her when she needs me uh, in any capacity uh when I'm home and I'm visiting, I know what she's dealing with. you know I know what my step to help, but you must know it's frustrating not to be able to remember and um knowing that something is not something's not right, something's not connecting the way that it used to connect you know it's it's a lot um let's see. Do you think people with dementia or depression requires a different type of cleaning session that caters to the needs of the illness? Yes, it just kind of depends on what they have have going on. So like for Mr. Tate, when I used to deal with him, um, the things that he could remember, like he needed things to be stable. The things that he could remember, he needed things to things had to line up a certain way all the time. Because his his routine, his life, you know, was just in his mind, the same routine every day. They do the same thing. They think about the same thing. They say the same thing over and over and over and over again. So when you go in, you have to mentally accommodate them a certain way. Um, I try to put things back a certain way every time. So when he would come back to it, he could remember, but it would still be clean and it would be in order because they can't you know they can't do anything they can't you know and it also depends on like the progression and yes like uh when someone's depressed like it it depends on like how they're dealing with the depression some people they let their houses go totally to chaos you know because they just can't handle it um so even just going in the way that you talk to these people the way that you um clean their home it has to accommodate you know what they have you know going on at the time um so also there are people that are disabled everybody don't have the luxury or have a full functioning body so be grateful for that like i be hurting and bones be cracking and popping and stuff like that but even with that like i am so grateful because there are some people out here that can't do anything so in that aspect You know, you have to mentally be open for them as well because a lot of times, like people feel bad about asking you to help or they feel a certain way because they don't want to feel like they're being a burden or anything like that. And you definitely don't want them to feel that way. But, you know, in that case, you may have to physically help, you know, take some time out of your day and do whatever it is that needs to be done to physically, you know, physically help them. You have to just be in the space um to know that that's what you have to do in order to help and it doesn't mean and when i say help that's what i mean i'm not saying take on the full-blown responsibility of you know because a lot of times there are people that that have have had to take on the full responsibility of taking care of these people who can't take care of themselves so what i'm saying like people like us on the outside looking in like offer yourself in a space where you can help the person that's actually disabled and then sometimes they don't even have nobody i've been in situations i've seen like they ain't have nobody they just making it the best way that they can so you know physically you may have to do the things that they are just it's beyond their reach and control like what do you do you just gonna sit there and let them just suffer and and go without and be without. That's weird because it happens a lot. Um, It happens a lot. And then the worst. Oh, that I hate. It just made me feel so bad. And that's just our elders. I've I've mentioned this plenty of times here that I've, I've been on this podcast. Like, I don't know. All I got to say is just live long enough. Yeah, you live long enough and it's like it's all fun and games now. You know, because you're able to move around and do things on your own. Uh, You know, it's all fun and game, but you keep living and you get to a point where you can't clean your house the way you once did. And not only that, you're tired. You know, you think you live for 70, 80 years, you're tired. Your mind is tired. Your spirit is tired. Your body is tired. You know, depending on the level of care, you know, sometimes people that are older, they take really good care of themselves. But I mean, I'm just saying, on the average, especially, you know, living in the US, the world we live in, all the bad food, you know, big pharma, you know, pumping people full of drugs they don't need, you know, people, it's, 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 a, it's a lot, you know, so it's like, just keep living. Like things with my grandma, you said, just keep living, just keep living. And that's, And that's the truth because that's going to be your ass someday, somewhere, you know, wishing that somebody would just come through. And the same thing, you know, with just listening and being like a lot of times, older people, they just want to be heard. They just want to be seen. They just want to be listened to because after you get to a certain age, it's just like when you're not able to move around and you're not functioning and mobile and you can't keep up with the masses, people, they really, really, um, like, forget about you. And like the culture here in United States, it sucks. Like in other places, like they honor their elders. They uh, take taking all their wisdom. Uh, They give them their love, you know, and in return, I won't say in return, but they just do it because that's what they're supposed to do. You know, they help them with the things that they can't. And like, it's so many people, clients, they're just old. And, their children have just turned their backs. They're so busy doing nothing, nothing that really just have meaning to it. And then sometimes you do uh, have meaning to your life and people are busy and have things going on, but like you have to take the time. Like there's just no other way. You have to take the time to help them because they don't have anyone else. And like I said, if you don't even know how you can help, you can just always ask, but leaving them be to fend for themselves, it is just, That's never the right thing to do. It's just never the right thing to do. Um, Like we could go on and on. There's so many examples of of people that, you know, that need help and have things going on, again, that are so beyond their reach and control. Um, But I just wanted to hit on a few points because, you know, as I go out every day, I just see less and less of people caring, I see less and less of people helping. And if we continue on this pace, it's already bad. It's going to be like really bad. Like I love all my kids and I treat them. I treat them good. I treat them so good because I know, you know, that, you know, at some point, hopefully, you know, I will grow, you know, gracefully, I'll grow older, even older, but I know that I'm going to need that. So I want to incorporate in their minds and their spirits now that it's a good thing to help. And it doesn't have to be a task. You don't have to feel like it's a job. When you help somebody, like when I do my work, I know it's a job and I'm doing some work, but when it comes to just like genuinely helping people and listening and being patient, like it doesn't, that don't bother me. Like I feel that's how everyone should be treated. So, you know, and that's just me and everybody doesn't share that because everybody's heart isn't built the same, their mind isn't built the same. And just because it's not maybe built away, it doesn't mean that you can't train your mind to be so. You know when you know, you know when you need to do better. People know when they need to do better. <laughs> you know, they just won't do it for whatever reason. And some people are just selfish, but you know, some people have the heart, but like I said, there's so many distractions and so much stimulation out here that you know people would rather be on TikTok than to just really give their time you know they'll give social media your time but you won't call your mom or you won't you won't call your aunt or your uncle or you know people that you know that need help and even in my case you know it ain't even just all to those people that need you know I'm I'm good you know but shoot a phone call just to know that you're thinking about somebody and just to offer of yourself you know, it's a beautiful thing and people be needing it no matter what you're going through, you know, no matter what age or no matter what you got going on with your mind or with your body, like everybody needs that. And I think if we were to put that into practice, you know, things wouldn't just be so out of whack. So like I said, I just I I love awareness. Um, I see things all the time uh, where it, it can just be the world in general could be improved. And I mean, I can't do it by myself. And I just put it out there. So hopefully like other people, you know, will just come along and join us um, in their effort. So today I read before we go, um, I read today, too often we underestimate the power of a touch, a smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment, or the smallest act of caring all of which have the potential to turn a life around. Like, I don't know, I just, I saw that today and it just meant so much, you know, and just to, um, you know, to remember, remember to keep in mind that um, just because other deal, other people deal with things that like, we don't understand just because people deal with things that we, that we don't understand, it doesn't mean that it's not worth understanding, you know, just because you know we're not dealing with it, you know you have to take yourself out of the equation a lot um just because we don't understand it. It doesn't mean that it's not worth it's not worth understanding because it is definitely worth um understanding because um people are worth it, there are people, and it is our responsibility to make sure that we're doing what we can within our reach and control and our mental and physical capacity to help uh, stand in the gap when we can. So that's all I have. Thank you all so much for being here. And I, I just hope that, you know, it helped in some way, you know, and I just know as for myself and, the crew would help now. We're just gonna continue helping and doing what we do because it is more than just cleaning, it's more than just decluttering and home management. Like we honestly and truly and genuinely put our heart into everything we do because people matter. Um because, you know, people matter because we're people and I know I matter. So that means that you you matter too. And thank y'all for showing up for me again. Y'all have a great night and a great rest of the week. Um And y'all be good. And I'll see y'all next time. Bye.